And welcome. So, been a while, right? Been a while since I posted anything, recorded anything, uploaded anything onto my audio only version of my show. Hmm. Maybe wondering though, what the fuck happened, right? You know, there's quite a few people out there that listen to the show. You know, I just kind of felt, though, I need to take it in another direction, right? So I've been doing lives on Facebook, Twitch. Now powered by StreamYard, right? So that's the only reason why, basically, using StreamYard, why I'm able to bring back the show. So I wanted to give a little bit. I don't know, of an introduction before actually kicking off the show that was recorded and uploaded for you guys to hear following this intro, right? A lot of stuff has been happening. You know, I got pretty much uh, fucked off by Facebook, so that happened, right? Facebook called me fake news. And all I did was play a video of a woman talking about Corona, right? COVID-19. Back towards the beginning of when it just really just started amping up, right? Right when it started getting rolling. So I played that video. Seems like maybe a week, two days later. They flagged it. There's uh, such thing called Facebook checkers. So they flagged it. And they, they called me fake news, right? That's what they labeled me as. So now all the viewers, everybody that was watching before, right? All the new people, everybody that was tuning in whenever I'd pump something out. No longer able to see my live videos, right? I, I can't get that new audience just by... Just doing a product, right? Naturally, right? People just stumbling across it and just being like, oh, I wonder what he's doing, right? You know what I mean? So, I'm still dealing with that, right? I'm still dealing with the aftermath of basically nothing, right? I didn't do anything. And now, uh, I think I've been in Facebook jail for like a week. And now they, they added another three days because I uploaded <laughs> I uploaded something I found right through text on my page. And it basically uh, just a guy talking about the masks, right? Talking about the different kinds of masks and whatnot. I just kind of felt like it was kind of cool, right? Something for everybody out there to read. And they flagged me again. So this time I can't even do lives on Facebook till Friday, I don't think. Which is crazy. Really insane. But through StreamYard, I can just record the video, right? And just upload the video whenever I get a chance. And then just rip the audio, which takes like five minutes, using StreamYard. And here we go. We got we got some for you guys out there to listen to. Audio only, right? So support the show. Cash App, Hobo210. Dollar sign in front of that. 
let's see. We're also on Instagram, Hobo210. If you want to watch the video version, right? Watch me do lives and a bunch of other content. Then you can tune in on Facebook at The Joe Madness Show. So I know there's a lot of people more, you know, they're really excited about me bringing back the audio version. You know, especially on hell. On hell loves it. No idea why. Maybe because she can just listen to it. She doesn't have to watch anything. Right? Whatever. She loves it. So here it is. The audio version of the Joe Madness show. For everybody to enjoy. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Tell everybody. Because we are back, bitches. Oh, and we turned on the ads. So, I don't know if you listened to it or not. Or maybe it's coming up now. I'm not really sure. Maybe I can stick another ad in there. Not even sure. But, enjoy the show. It's back. As you already know, I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. That hobo is back on the mic. Hot mic, bitches. Enjoy. Some mail, I got some bad news. I'm sitting here with a bottle of fucking booze. They call me Sticks when I spit on the mic. Fixing to kick this shit off.
Yo, this is a world-renowned Joe Madness show. We're kicking this shit off righteously. We got the wizard, Daniel, on the fucking mic. So if you guys don't know, this is uh, this is the best fucking podcast on the planet. Are you going to lie to nobody out there? I don't know. I think my podcast is pretty good. <laughs> Do you know what, you guys? Not today, Satan. I don't know if you guys can see that, but... Meant to throw that out there earlier, <laughs> and I just fucking got away from it, man. I don't know. What's going on, Wizard? Oh, not much. How you doing today? Man, it's been a crazy uh, 24 hours, man. Yeah, I saw, I was watching some of your last live stream. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy, brother. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I messaged you today because, well, I was free today and decided I would like to do it live. So, appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, man. Anytime. So, what's going on with you today? What you been up to, brother? Uh, today actually was baling hay. Baling hay. Wow. Yeah. The farmer amazing. boy. Farmer boy over here. How was that? <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I always enjoy it, man. I love working outside. Uh, man, it's been a it's been a long day. Went to yeah. work. Fucking, yeah. Uh, didn't do hay though, but you know. Yeah, you're working from home right now, yeah? Yeah, man. It's uh, it's crazy, though. People are like, oh, you work from home. It's cool. It's like, no, no. No, that's trash. I hate working from home. Unfortunately, my podcast is done at home, so that's the only work I like doing at home. Yeah, I mean, I'm not hating on that, man. You know, be around your family, you know, people that love you. It's good stuff. Allegedly. No. <laughs> Sometimes my kids, I think they don't, but... Uh, I know what's good for them, I think. Well, you should. I mean, they, they came uh, they came from you, though, right, in a sense? It, yeah, yeah. I'm actually um, out of town right now, so that's uh, that's why I wasn't sure if I would be able to get on. I had to bring my stuff with me. Oh, wow. Where you at? Uh, well, I mean, I'm in Texas still, but I'm in Paris, Texas. So what's the actual tower looking over there? It's t it, the, the one in, in Paris, Texas is small. <laughs> they do have one there, though. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They say everything's bigger and better in Texas, though. It's not apparently not the case, though, right, when it comes well, to Well, it's, a, it's kind of a small town, so. Where's it at? Um, close, close to Sulphur Springs, Texarkana, that way, like getting over that way. Um, it's, get, it's getting pretty close to Oklahoma. Really? Yeah. Man, that is so, something else. So uh, earlier, I had uh, jotted some things down. Oh, you, you took some notes. All right. What you well, got? Well, you were talking about tarot cards uh, and getting your uh, uh, thing read. I, the, the guy or whatever, I don't really want to talk about him. I want to talk about tarot cards. Okay. So have you ever had your cards read? Uh, you know, there's a place over here in San Antonio. It's called Papa Jim's, and mm -hmm. I had a horrible experience, man. I felt like uh, I didn't pay for it. I think it was like five dollars or something. But uh, I think I got taken for a ride, man, because ah, you know, like nothing that was coming out of the mouth was like, okay, well, that doesn't make any sense. But okay, let me let me hear you out. And then they were like, this is what they said, brother. You know what? You want to hear what they said? Go for it. At the end, they were like, hey, is there anything that you want to know? Right. 
because right now, you know, it's time for questions. So I'm like, all right. So I do a podcast, right? I've been doing it for like a couple of years. And I mean, should I see, am I going to succeed? I mean, is there, is there any tips that I can get from the, the outer realms? And this is what they told me. No shit, motherfucker. This is what they said. They said, well, there are some marketing things out there that you can do. And I was like, what? I could have came up with that phone. <laughs> of course you could have, could have come out with it on your own. So that's it, man. That's all I got, man. I mean, I had a whole thing recorded, but somehow the the fucking uh, the demons or whatever got a hold of it, and they said, "Fuck it, Joe. We're not gonna let you have that fucking audio." Yeah, I'm about to try and share the live stream real quick. Oh yeah, man. If you share it to the, the the group page, that'd be great too. I meant to ask somebody to do it, but I forgot the last one. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna do this right now. Man, it's a little crackly on my end. Hopefully, uh. Anybody out there watching, can you hear anything crazy in the audio? Because if it's not, I'll, I'll just deal with it. Well, I mean, you're popping a little bit, but I'm probably popping just as well. I don't know how good the internet connection is here. Man, I just a little part of me it just wants to reset it, though, for a moment. Would you mind or no? Oh, uh, yeah, before I share it, restart it. All right, let me, let me, uh, let me do this. All right, uh, hold up. Let me, uh, let me throw something up so I'm good. Man, no, that's not it. All right, here we go. We're going to restart this. All right, and we're fucking back, people. All right, now I'm going to share. Now it sounds amazing. All right. Yeah, that's Ooh, better. Man. All right, that's a lot better. I don't know what it is, man. Uh, I figured if I if I hooked everything up before I started and then I added you, it would be amazing. But, yeah, you know, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah, so I, the tarot cards. So I actually had my tarot cards read a couple months ago. And right. I'm going to tell you, I'd never had my tarot cards read. I was super, super nervous, man. It, to me, it was this taboo thing, right? And uh, any witchcraft or things like that, things that aren't explained by how I was raised in Christianity – was it was it's super like it was taboo to me so whenever i went to get my cards read <laughs> whenever i went to get my cards read i wouldn't even touch the deck of cards they wanted me to split the deck and i, I was like i don't want to touch them All right but wow. the whole the whole idea though from what i would that was explained to me after i got my cards read is it depends on the person that's reading the cards and how they're the interpreting devil. the cards well the guy that read my cards uh, i'd like to call him a friend but uh <laughs> I've never <laughs> met a wizard who beat his mind. <laughs> he's like beating his shit while he's reading your cards. You're like, whoa, man, come on. Keep it up. PG-13. Yeah, no. So uh, he 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 was reading them to me and things like that. And it was basically just the way he was explaining the cards. He was trying to explain them in a way that uh, represented me. So basically what he says, and I'm probably screwing this up, but he just, the cards tell the story and he just tells what the cards tell. He doesn't choose how they're laid or anything like that. However, they come out to how he reads them. And he tries to interpret it to, uh, to the, the life that you have. He started off by asking a bunch of questions, things like that, getting a little bit more. But honestly, I felt better afterwards, you know? So I took, I thought what, 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 did he, what do you mean you felt better? What did he do? He, he fucking well, uh, gave I you was, a little a reach around or what? Is that what he well, did? Well, basically, I it felt wasn't. Great. 
it wasn't what I thought it was. So there was a little bit of stress relief that I wasn't doing the devil's work. You know, what do you mean the devil's work? What, what well, just this idea that it's it's uh it's superstition or not superstition, but again, being raised Christian. Okay. Goro one eighty seven keeps saying that I've never met a wizard who beats his wife. Oh wow. Beating his from Twitch. We got Twitch. Oh shit, the first person <laughs> from Twitch. All right, cool. What's up? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, you have to break it down. Break it down. We'll keep on going. We'll get to you. you I'm know, not a wife beater. beater. <laughs> wow. Maybe you should tell everybody out there because you know what? This might be the first time that they're witnessing the wizard, though. Oh, like, listen. Why, why okay, I get it. Wizard, He's uh, all right. So it actually started as a, um, a nickname or whatever, playing beer pong. Oh. Lamar, yes, I do believe in the devil to some degree. I believe evil things, but not the devil himself right? or itself or whatever. All right. Anyways, so the tarot cards being read, I don't know. You were talking about the tarot cards. I just had a yeah. different experience. I was expecting it to be terrible. I was expecting yeah. it to be, you know, something telling me my it, it was free. It was it was it was no. just something. It was something, but I was expecting it to be something to tell me terrible shit about my life and that. Uh, I was going to, you know, fuck up in some way. So I didn't get that. So I was, I was relieved. <laughs> it was more just keep going with what I'm doing. Wow. You know, that, so that was, I mean, what was it though? What was the takeaway though? That, that was it? Was that the only thing? Uh, well, I don't want to give too much away. If you want to find out, you can go listen to episode five of the Driftwood podcast. Woo! I love that. <laughs> I, I love it. I yeah. Love so it. we did it right before that recording and we talked about it a little bit. And the guy that read my cards and, uh, he, he discussed it on there with me about how he reads the cards and things like that. So What's yeah, if name? you want to, um, Ben, you want to drop it or no, it's Ben. I'm not going to give his last name, but it's Ben. What about um I mean do you want to give him a plug maybe we're No, nah, he's not him? he's no? not a he's not he's not on social media like that. Oh. Okay. It's, a, it's a private thing. He's not he's not doing it to make money. Oh, okay. I th I thought that was the only thing though behind it. I mean, <laughs> did you ask him any questions though? Do you know the guy personally or Uh I didn't really before then. I'd only spoke to him one time before. Um but we interacted because uh they were going to be on the podcast so we actually had him on, so before the podcast, he read my tarot cards. Wow! Yeah, so, so it was really cool. Show. Yeah, he was on the show, so he he was on there. Um, his wife was on there, and uh, my co-host, and all four of us. <laughs> Whoever Goro One Eighty Seven is, um, wow, is blasting over here. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're going off on something, though. It's beautiful, though. I like it. Yeah, it's talking about uh, <laughs> I traded 50% of my soul for salvation. Wow. 50%? <laughs> is that it, though? Is that all it takes, though? Just 50? Listen, if... Uh, what's it still worth, though, right? I mean, what's it worth these days? I don't know. Knows? Well, I don't know. The devil hadn't come down to my parts yet, so I haven't been able to sell in my soul for any skill or anything, so I'm pretty much just a average asshole that can't do much <laughs> but anyways i wanted to ask you this is something that uh most adults don't ask all right what's your, what's your favorite dinosaur homie 
Oh shit, man. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite dinosaur. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. All right. Uh let's see. What do we got? We got the flying ones, we got the, the herb herbivores, we got the meat eaters. Um you I know what like mine is? Little... Wait, hold up. Let, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I like the little the little dinos, the ones that are vicious and feisty, but they're not just big enough to like just fuck shit up. I mean, they right. gotta be in like packs. What are those called? Mm-hmm. The pterodactyls? No, nope, that's a flying one. Those are flying. Those are flying ones. Which one's the little mini one? It's kind of like a T Rex or something. A raptor? Velociraptor? Raptor. Yeah, there you go. That's that's one. Yeah, mine's the chicken. What the fuck? The chicken? There's no way a chicken's not a fucking dinosaur, man. Look at it. <laughs> what about it? I mean, it's a uh, dinosaur. Maybe a. Nah, I don't know. The well, rooster, they're, I mean, they're trying to. Uh, I don't remember. I read it a while back, but. Uh, trying to take uh, chicken embryos and with DNA from like a T-Rex or some shit like that, they're trying to, or they were trying to recreate or have a fruit cup, <laughs> fruit and sippy cup. What the fuck is going on over here? <laughs> it's because I that? asked about dinosaurs, so. Uh... <laughs> ah, they're roasting you. That's what it is. That's cool. That's what's up. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, the, the chicken is my favorite dinosaur. (laughs) Yo, bro, I've been eating chicken like all week for like a month, man. You should probably put some fish in there. You should put some fish in there, man. Like grilling fish? Well, you got a thing? Yeah, you can grill fish. I used to make cedar planks to grill salmon on. Yo, I around grilling fish. Um, yeah. the youngster that lives in the house with us, right? The roommate's kid, he mm-hmm. got some fish, he filleted them or whatever. And he had like four pieces and then they were like little tiny pieces. And I, I don't know, man, I don't know what I was thinking. I just put them on the, the little slat, you know? And then I was like flipping them over or something. And then all of a sudden <laughs> they just fell in the coal. So I was like, Oh shit. It was yeah. like really dark outside. I had to like <laughs> dig in there with the fork and then I sprayed it with like water and then I put him back on there and I, I fed it to him. I was like, hey, is it good? He was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were just soaked with water. That's okay, that though. Like, uh, you cooked the water off. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I got the, I got the char off, right? Yeah, yeah so you, st- you said you were, your parents were immigrants, correct? Yeah, they, they were born in Mexico, yeah. Yeah, so where did, where did, you, you were born here, though, yeah? Man, you never know though, right? Is it is it kind of like did my parents get a Cabbage Patch Kid doll and then they got the birth certificate from there? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? It's it's possible. Yeah. I sound like I am. So Well, the reason I'm why going with that, Where though. where did you yeah. grow up at? I grew up in a little shitty town called Abilene in West Oh, Texas. that's right. Yeah, that's that's that place is a shithole. It's very much a shithole. Yeah. The only you thing def- they got out there is a fucking Air Force base. Yeah, and a lot of flat ground <laughs> and windmills. That's why I think the world is flat, bro. <laughs> uh, have you ever been to Pennsylvania? Nope, have not. Yeah. Not yet, though. Is it worth going to? I lived there for 18 months. I would say yes. I loved it up there. Uh, absolutely Wait, what's the major it. city out there? Pennsylvania. What, what Philadelphia. Okay. I was about an hour. Philly. I was about an hour and a half from, uh, from Philadelphia. And my sister used to live on the other side of the state. 
You have five dinosaurs in your house, homie? That's crazy. All right. I hate Tom, 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 five of them. Well, what are the dinosaurs, Tom? Boy, when I'm done with you, you will be more messed up looking than a Netflix, Netflix original, original movie. movie. <laughs> Whoa, shots fired. Oh, shit. You know what? I don't know who they're talking to, but I mean, you can't get any worse than this. Though, uh, bro, listen, you ain't you ain't working with this mug. Look, I look like a piece of Play-Doh that was thrown against the wall. Man, you know what? There was something, though. I was looking at you the other day, and I was like, what is it? He reminds me of something, but I couldn't think of Bro, it. Bro, I have... Chucky, I have, maybe? Chucky, though? I have... Is it Chucky? I get Post Malone all the time. I get... uh. You get Posty? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's usually in drive throughs with Hispanic chicks. It's a weird thing. What the fuck is it? Con yours? What is that? Parakeet? Too bad. <laughs> he has birds. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. So, Tom, do you think that all birds are dinosaurs? What about turtles, though, man? Turtles are, like, old as fuck, right? Bro, so are alligators and crocodiles, and there's probably a bunch of fish. Yeah, but wait, hold up, though. Wait, when you see a turtle is, like, old as fuck, that means you see the wrinkles and shit. It looks like it's like uh, looks like it might have a little bit of dementia or some shit, you know? Yeah, turtles, turtles get to be, like, 150 years old. They're like, just like, I, give me some grass and I'm good, right? Yeah, and they just, they're in a, no hurry to get anywhere. <laughs> All right, so when you grew up in Abilene, what the hell did you do growing up in Abilene? Because there ain't shit to do out there. Oh, man. I, as a kid, I, I, I would go on a bike ride and then meet the neighbors, the neighborhood kids, and then we would get on adventures and then we'd get our asses kicked. And then the big kids would bully us. <laughs> And yeah. then when I found the big kid that bullied me as a kid, because I worked, I think I was like 15 or 16, man. I worked at the fucking Chinese kitchen there. I met this motherfucker. And I was like, hey, bitch. Hey, man, I, I recognize you. And I was like, what's up, man? What's up? And then he, he was like, Ugh. he was like way older than me, too. So it's like, fuck him, man. Bunch of pussies up in Abilene. Bunch yeah. of pussies. Yeah, so me growing up, like, I, there wasn't much to do where I grew up at so we just mostly trespassed drank a lot and got in trouble as a kid i mean you're talking about like a 12 year old or what oh yeah oh yeah 12 what years old I was, I was doing stupid shit like that man you but, know what we were doing we were having adventures and there was this one time i'll tell you a story bro it's so sad <laughs> this is the type of kid i was i was just like so crazy out there i had this one white kid that lived in like a little mini mansion it looked like it was like a a, a fucking building or something from Russia, man. It, it looked like the fucking uh, the Kremlin or something. It was well, they, so weirdly built. But then he came over and he was like supposed to sleep over. I don't know. I don't know why. That's a white people thing, I think. He tricked I, me into I, it. I think it's a white people and then, thing. Wait, and then he came over. He took his boots off, bro. And then he had like mud all over his feet. I freaked the fuck out. I was like, my mom's going to kill me. Uh, uh. So I grabbed the towel and I was like wiping his feet profusely. It was like really sad. It was so fucking weird, man. <laughs> was it Jesus? Were you cleaning his feet for him? Something like that. That's what it felt like, man. Because my mom's like this. You didn't want to get your ass man. beat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, growing up, you know, we we would uh, we would always do the adventurous things like that. Me and my me and my friends, the neighborhood friends, really wasn't a neighborhood. We lived we lived in the country, and uh, we just rode bikes everywhere. And there was this one hill 
coming down one of the county roads and then off to the side, one of the uh, driveways had this big embankment. And we used to get going really, really, really fast down that hill and jump in that embankment. And he would come out yelling at us all okay, the time. What the fuck is an embankment? What is that? Like where the 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 ground where they cut in to pour the concrete and then like there was a tree that was left there like around the concrete so the dirt like was kind of it's like a berm a little bit the fuck is a berm what is that i, I don't then i, feel I so stupid right now like no, listen i probably am saying the wrong <laughs> words listen i'm probably saying the wrong words you're like so making up shit over there it's like it's not it's that? not made up it's something i heard it's from where i grew you're up you're it, but you don't even know if it's relevant right you're just yeah. like, eh, maybe. I like know. I said on one of the last last uh, episodes I did with you, I'm not an English major. I use the wrong words all the time. <laughs> Whoa. So Man, Tom Klein I just says. I want to say, though, right now. I want to say right now that Joe Baddish show is popping, you motherfuckers. Yeah, Tom Klein. with your life. Tom Klein said but that they found feathers on dinosaurs. On the, Tom, on the comments what what are you doing man are you are you trolling us is that what you're doing is this a <laughs> no they they found they found no they found feathers on dinosaurs that's why i said chickens are my favorite dinosaur yeah but birds are dinosaurs they had fucking feathers i mean come on yeah oh molly's on yes yes berm is kind of it's a hill it's essentially what it is is a hill but it's it's more than just it's like almost a straight wall but we, the water had washed it down and we were able to ramp and get probably like 15 foot in the air on our little shitty bikes. <laughs> Yo, you got fucking saved, motherfucker. That's what you got. You got an assist. It's definitely a word, though. Okay, cool. So I'm not a complete dumbass. Only partial. Just just a little bit. Just know. a little bit. Yeah, so uh, that was one of my things. I was going to ask you what you did growing up. What about when you became a teenager, man? What led you to the Joe Madness show? Man, as a teen, it was just like all day, bro. <laughs> You know, it was just like bone. You know, what I mean? didn't have that kind of life, man. I did not have that kind of life. I was, I was struggling in that department. <laughs> Yo, dude, as soon as I got a car, man, I got a car like fifteen. My mom gave me a hand me down, and it was just off to the fucking races, brother. You know what right. I mean? I had a, I had an Oldsmobile. It was a Cutlass Supreme. It was a oh, red one. Nice. The second day, I ended up causing like a tank car pileup, and nobody knew it was me, man. Nobody knew. Everybody yeah. got out, and I was like, uh, hello. And then they were like, hey, man, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, no, so I thought I was a BMX rider. I used to like to try and do BMX shit because of that stuff. But I remember the old man always coming out yelling at us, and there'd be like six of us just going all down this hill. And I remember one time I jumped on this hill, and I landed, and I broke my front wheel. The fuck? <laughs> The spokes went right through the tube How and bent the you? wheel. Uh, I was like 11 or 12. Man, I had this crazy accident when I was a kid riding a mountain bike. And like, I flew in the air, and then the, you know how the seat's pointy? Mm -hmm. It totally just hit me in the nuts. <laughs> it, was a, it was the most horrific thing ever. It was sad. I cried yeah. like a bitch for a long time. Well, I'm glad you've grown out of that. Man, if we're gonna sit there and cry like a bitch, everything some fucking bad happens to us. Could you imagine? Mm. Do you do you have those moments where you just cry like a bitch? I'm gonna be honest with you. I have a lot of mental health issues, so yes. But do you cry like a bitch? Oh, you do cry like a bitch. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't cry. Listen, I don't. I don't sit there and just cry. But man, sometimes the world gets a hold of me, and I gotta take a time out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. 
Yeah, so there's apparently a conversation, a hello and an evening conversation that's talking to the commenters and not us. So I'm going to leave them alone for now. <laughs> right? Like, Listen, let this them is, do their own this, thing. This is supposed to be about me and Joe. Okay, It's a show within a show, man. <laughs> it's a show within a show. Oh, th- thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, so what do you think the future holds, man? Like, where we are today. Like, well, wow. where we are in society. Corona. And- and all, Corona. Corona. Listen, Texas. Texas may be. Uh, that's my wife that just messaged, that commented. Um, hello, hello, wife. wife. <laughs> so, where do you think that like Texas is on the verge? Like, potentially could be shut down again because of the number rises and stuff like that. And uh, because I think California just restricted a lot of the openings and shit too. Do you think it's real though? I read a couple articles where they were like, you know what? There's some funny business happening with the lab tests. A lot of them are coming out positive, but then they're they're kind of like fudging the numbers. Well, here's the thing that I've my research has brought to me is in France they have counted um, nasal test and mouth test as two separate positive tests, even though they were from the same person, right? So I don't know how many people that was, but there was several accounts of that, and then um, obviously China. <laughs> China has uh, underreported, obviously. I think the virus is a real thing, but I think it's been politicized, and I think I think people are really getting sick from it, but I don't think it's as big of a deal as the fear that's been put into everyone. I think there's a couple problems there. I think it's real to you, and then there's France. I mean, who the fuck gives a shit about France? I mean, come on. Who? <laughs> who? Come Pers- personally, I have no skin in the game with France. However, my research told me that nation or all over the world that there's it's been politicized in some degree. And then also, I read something else about the coronavirus being corona, uh, the nasty, cr- right? That it was the way that it has mutated and it's the way that it's gone on to people alludes to the fact that it's been messed with, and then. The other thing is, is when a virus is super, super contagious, um, like if it's super deadly, then it doesn't have the ability to live on. So deadly to who though? No, 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 no. I'm not saying the coronavirus is deadly. I'm saying when a virus or something like that is deadly, like AIDS, you don't have the spread like you do because if it kills off its hosts, then it doesn't have a way to spread. Right. So I don't know. I don't know shit about science. These are just things that I've read that... You know what? I'm going to break some fucking news tonight. Right fucking now. I break don't give it. A shit. I don't give a shit who's fucking listening. Fuck you guys if you squeal on me. Fuck you three times. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> Ooh, you want to Ma- hear it? Go for it. Ma- read the comments first. All right. What do we got? I heard of four people that went to get tested but never actually took the test because the line was too long. Blah, blah, blah. Anything good. Positive test results, but they never took a test. All from different states and tests. That's crazy, Molly. Crazy, Molly. Okay, all right. I, basically, it's been politicized. It's been break used. your fucking news. Yeah. All right. Break, so the break whole the household, news. whole household, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We got to split, right? Coronavirus, fucking positive. So Joe, fucking madness, might have Corona. But um, you know what? I'm breathing. I feel great, people. I can go run beautifully for like four fucking miles and i'll be okay and they've been 
stating that if you have the antibodies, they're counting it as a new positive, like if you hadn't been tested before. So some of the numbers are of people that actually don't have it anymore. They just have antibodies that had it, but with no symptoms. If they were asymptomatic. Antibodies. That word gets thrown around more than fucking panties drop on the daily. Like before Corona, uh, asymptomatic meant your panties fucking fell all the fucking time. That's, that's what it meant. That's what it meant. I mean, you're talking about when you go to bars, you're talking about Tinder, you're talking about fucking all the websites. That never do that. I've never done any of that stuff, man. I, have, I didn't go to well, the bars. Well, you don't wear panties, though, right? You don't wear panties, though. That's that's my business. <laughs> ah, I mean, come on, man. It's, it's, a, it's a fuck show. That's what it is. Yeah, but it's so. It's the greatest fucking spectacle. So who do you think wins the presidential election? Two-term Trump. Okay, so what about uh, Kanye twenty twenty four? That's not a real thing. You you think it's real? I mean, come on, Who's Kanye vote for that guy. Uh, you might be surprised, man. I think you might be surprised. I, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not surprised at any of the political things that go on now. It's just whatever. I just see it and comment. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything. But so Kanye has put his hat in to run this year. Right. So he's trying to make a run this year, but I do believe that he will for sure run next year. What about his last album, though? Is anybody talking about that? Because you know what? He ain't a bag of dicks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, it was garbage. It was. Maybe because he's focused on other things and not uh, the music anymore. I mean, when you got Kim Kardashian, you're looking at big fat booty. I mean, are you he's focused got a, on anything other than that? He's got a shoe company. But then you got the ass. Listen, he's doing all right. I ain't mad at him. I'm not mad at him. Then you got the booty. On Kanye? Hey, you're talking about his wife, right? Is that his wife or I don't know? No, his wife, yeah, Kim Kardashian. I think it's Kim. Pretty sure it's Kim. I mean, it's not even real, but I mean, uh, I mean, is it does it matter though? Do you think does it matter if it's real or not? I don't know. I've never felt a fake ass. I, I don't know. What would you do with it if you had a fake ass? If I had a fake ass, I'd sit on it. <laughs> if i had one but, let, let's say though you weren't married there was a different life it was a different world i mean you came across a girl with a big fat booty that was fake i mean would you have a lot of questions i would have so many i questions. would i would ask i would ask politely if i could feel it because i've never felt a fake ass i would ask politely how would you know it's fake though that's what i'm saying that that would be the only way that i would ask is if i found out it was fake there's a lot of people out there, right? Like you, you go to a club or something, supposedly. I'm yes, there are know. a lot of people out there, John. I don't know if you've been like, out of your house recently. There's a lot of people like they're out there. They're just grabbing shit, right? They're just grabbing anything they can fucking grab. Uh, kids? Well, I'm talking about it at a club, <laughs> right? Like you're grabbing just all sorts of nonsense. I'm going right? to be completely honest with you. I've never been to a club. I've never been to a club. If you can touch it, it's real. That's what Tom said. <laughs> Man, you know what? I'm not hating on that comment i mean it, it sounds believable it really does i mean reach out and touch it i mean do whatever you want i mean i don't know poke it see if it fucking inflates i mean i don't know uh, deflates, I don't, deflates right? deflates what if like yeah what if they're uh riding in uh a rough ass vehicle with terrible suspension hit a bunch of potholes can then things go flat <laughs> wow I don't know, man. It's, it's a lot of good imagery there. It really is. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to picture it, though. Like, what is that? What would happen? All right. So I don't know what actually would happen, but it probably can't be good. 
Probably an infection or something. Oh, an infection of your anus. I don't think it'd be the hole itself, but the fleshy outside probably. But it gets to your anus eventually, though, right? They need to have some real problems. Listen, I'm not going to speak on medical things because I don't fucking know. <laughs> we got an expert right there. Tom can speak on it all fucking day if he wants. Was Tom an expert on everything, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Are you Tom? Are you an expert on everything? That's what I'm gathering. You've provided me with so much information thus far. Maybe she told you. Can't be any different than fake boobs, but I am no doctor. They can pop it. And they can... the stuff inside will come out. Ooh! You know, why aren't they putting fake shit, though? Why don't they put fat, though? Why is that not a real thing? Um, I don't know. Probably be... Fake... Wait. Cheyenne says fake butts can flip. What does that even mean? Man. Hey, you can float. You can float, <laughs> fish, right? Like, if you're in the water and you have a fake ass, you're not drowning. Yeah, I mean, but no, listen, if you would flip over, so you would be face down. Because the buoyancy part up, of it, right? I mean, nah, if, you, if your ass is on the back of you, the buoyancy part of it is they're going to float to the top. And if you don't keep your balance on top of it, you're going to roll over. Wow. Well, then you got to do the breathing technique, right? You got to take all that air in and it'd be like, and then you you're good i think i mean i don't know maybe tom, tom says i know a little about a lot if that makes sense i know enough to be dangerous dr perv all right dr perv <laughs> is in the building <laughs> so back on the the future what does the future look like what is the future what is the future of uh the joe madness show look like what's the future of the world look like man the world i i think that we're gonna go into um a civil war. That's what I've been thinking for a while. I think. That Why do you think that? Kind of lining up. Um, it seems like the white people are just kind of sick and tired. They're ready to just, you know, just attack. I mean, they're getting attacked by the black people, and the Latinos are just kind of chilling back. They're trying to jump in. They're trying to jump in however they can with the uh, the the woman that died from Fort Hood. And there's been a couple other instances where the guys that are selling corn or some shit out of a car are getting attacked by black people. So everything's kind of just enraged, I believe. Well, I think that I don't think a civil war is going to break out. That's maybe that's hopeful. Maybe that's more optimism than anything. But why optimism, though? That's well, I don't. Well, no. As far I don't think one's going to break out. And the reason why I don't think one is going to break out is because, first off, who who would be fighting who? Because I'm not on either side. I'm not on either side. I'm Ooh. not. I'm. I'm not. Right. But if it becomes something like I think it's. I don't know. I really don't what, know. What if, though? What if, though? A little, little, little craziness. All right. So what if the, what if the millennials are going up against the old people? That'd be nice. The millennials don't have a chance. I'm really? sorry. You don't think so? No. Why? Why? Why not? I, I'm going to tell you, I grew up in rural Texas and I live on YouTube. And uh, I was I was. Grew up in rural Texas, and I lived Robots. in a, I lived in a rural area of uh, Pennsylvania. Not really that rural, but I spent a lot of time in the rural areas up there. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot more people that you don't see that don't talk that have guns and things like that. That if oh, somebody... bro, they got militias all over the goddamn fucking U.S. Man, they got so many of them. They got the black ones, the white ones. Maybe I don't know. The ones you don't really hear about are the Latinos. They might bring the cartel over. I don't. I don't fucking know. What do you think? I don't think they'll bring the cartel over. If what anything, if with the, the, 
<laughs> it was a full blown civil war, though. All right, so let's China let's, attacks us at this. All right, let's go with the, with let's go where the civil war happens. Okay, so if a civil war happens, that makes us vulnerable to outside forces. So anybody that wants to start a civil war, you're fucking ignorant, and if you don't understand that fighting with each other about things that are fucking fabricated, then you're just going to leave yourself open to an outside force coming to take advantage of the situation. Right. And you can put the blame on whoever you want or whatever, but China, they're itching to fucking attack America. I guarantee it. And then if China attacks us, somebody we've pissed enough people off, but if they see that we're vulnerable, then you know what I'm saying? That leaves us open for attack. Wouldn't that be crazy though? Everybody's like attacking each other and we're like sitting here having a podcast. We're like, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> I don't think there'd be much internet. I don't think there'd be much oh internet. <laughs> the infrastructure would be fucking dead, right? Yeah, absolutely. We'd be dead. So a civil war. What side are you on in a civil war? Are you choosing a side? Are you going to be with the Mexicans? Why do I got to be with the Mexicans? I'm I don't asking. know anything about Mexico. I, I mean, I'm asking. Well, you've been there more times than I have. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> true i mean i don't know man that's the crazy question though because to be honest with everybody out there i don't i don't really agree with anything that people are doing though i don't either i think it's silly i think it's silly but if a civil war does break out are you just gonna sit silently with on your hands or what are you gonna do (sighs) i'm probably gonna be the guy uh taking the guns from uh some people and then uh taking their shit i mean uh why not (laughs) opportunist very yeah, why not? I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there that own like 50,000 guns and they don't know how to use nothing. Well, I know people that own hundreds of guns and they adequately know how to use every one of them. So <laughs> I don't know. I got I got this bug crawling on me. I don't know. It's making my oh. way to my ass. Yeah. Well, maybe find you attractive. So I see you got the uh, the Driftwood podcast shirt in today. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, I did, man. What do you think of those decals? Pretty slick. I think we got a fox and then we got a wizard. So I was yeah. like, wow, if I want to do some magic and then like probably um, sacrifice a fox at the same time, it's possible. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm thank thanks for, you know, posting a picture and all that shit, man. But uh, I hope you enjoy it. Hope it fits. Tell me the quality of it. The quality. Like once you wear it, wash it, things like that. Where all are you right, getting your th- shirts from? Where were you getting your shirts from? China? No, probably. <laughs> China. Listen, Everything's from fucking China. Right? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real. I've been trying to be more um, focused on buying locally or buying in the states. Courtney Baggett. That's uh That's one of my dudes. He's a. He owns a lawn care service. Wow. His name's Courtney Baggett. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Real, I bet you that's a story right there. Real chill dude. That's my dude right there. Yeah. Courtney. Yeah, I used to know Ho in high school named Courtney. Oh, he has a I, I think he has a YouTube page called the Petty Yard Man. Whoa, what is that about cutting lawns? Um, well, he got he, he and sorry, Courtney, if I mess this up, but uh, basically he just goes gives the the funny things or the 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 dealings with of being a yard man and being petty about it, the petty things that people do. What what do they do though? I mean, you know. What do they do? It's petty. I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know. I haven't watched anything. I just know that him and I have talked about it. I'm, I apologize, Courtney. 
So. Well, let's think about that. Let's troubleshoot it for a minute. Well, how would somebody be petty though if you're cutting your yard? I don't think it, I think it's the customers being petty about being uh, like, or maybe not even customers, just passerbys. And Courtney, feel free to correct me. They're just like, man, that fucking law looks crazy. Like, who well, is that? I don't know. I think it's just about interactions with customers, things that customers say. Because listen, if you've ever been in a service industry or anything like that, you understand that customers are assholes. I mean, if you if you have a customer service based industry that you're working on, would it be too far fetched to come up with your own coupon? Like somebody out there just like, hey, I came up with this coupon and I'm lying, but you don't know that I'm lying. Maybe you do. And it's 50 percent off. Well, then is it a lie? Maybe you hike the rate up next time you do it. Next time you mow the yard. Maybe it's a real deal. You tell them you're going to do it half price this time and they agree to it. The next time you mow it, you double it up. And then they got another coupon. <laughs> Unlimited coupons. <laughs> Yo, cut my cable. Cut my cable. Yeah, what does that I mean? Don't, cut my I've, cable. Sorry, that's my co-host, David. David, what's up, brother? How you doing? The yeah, guy so, is from, uh, he sounds like he's from England, but he's really not. He might be well, from no, Texas. He, 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 all right, so... I'm I'm going to correct something that I said on one of the other live streams. He wasn't actually born in the States. He moved to the States when he was around the age of one and lived in the States for like four or five years and moved back to the UK and moved back over here in his 30s, I believe. But if you sit there and you still have the accent, though, is it something that you're just like in your head? You're like, oh, I'm holding on to it. Well, no, it I, you can't let go. I think it's just how you learn to speak, right? Like the people that you're around and how you learn to speak. Um, I think that just sticks with you until you focus on not doing that anymore. Right. So me personally, I used to have, like I said on one of the other live streams is I used to have a really, really strong twangy accent. Twangy just sounds amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it was, it was a true Texan accent, I guess you could say. And, uh, and I got into sales and people couldn't understand what the hell I was saying. But you were so, born in Texas though, right? You yeah. I was Texas. born in Texas. I was born oh, and raised were? in Texas. Yeah. I when moved, you moved out to of Pennsylvania where people like, hey, do you ride a horse and wear a hat that's a cowboy hat? <laughs> Some people did, but I think they did it just for just for laughs. But I did wear a cowboy. I do wear a cowboy hat sometimes. Well, I don't now because I got dreads. You know, shout out to Essence of Locks that did my dreads. What's the story behind the dreads, though? Why, why do you have dreads? Uh, <clears throat> so <clears throat> I'm a bit of an eccentric person, but uh, um. The reality is, is I've spent but so you're scared long of the camera, though, but you're like eccentric. I'm eccentric when it odd, comes, right? when it nah, I don't think so. I don't really being having the public eye on me isn't something that I've looked looked for. It's not something that I've wanted to do, but I want to do my podcast. I want to talk about things that matter to me because I think they matter to other people. So I well, got to do, do want to get famous, though. Honestly, I don't care if I get famous. I want the brand to be famous. I want the brand, wow. the Driftwood brand to be famous. But me particularly. I, I don't want to get famous. I don't want to get famous. I don't give two shits if I get famous or not. To me, that's just a lot of responsibility because I'm a person that I, I'm very heavy on the Second Amendment and the First Amendment. Shout out to Twitter. I mean, Twitch. 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 What's up, Twitch? Anybody on Twitch? Anybody? Yeah. So how's the Twitch thing working, man? I haven't, I've, I haven't done a, anything on Twitch yet. How's that working out? I was Man, getting you know roasted what? earlier, but that, yeah, that was I mean, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I got the last time I did a show that was on Twitch, which I didn't even check last time. I mean, obviously I did one like an hour ago, but <clears throat> that was a different kind of that. show. 
That was that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. That was more let, for me, you, though. You let some stuff off your chest. That was a therapy session is what that was. Yeah, I do a lot of that. That's yeah. It's my bag. But um, the one before that, I think I had, like, one guy off of Twitch or a woman. I mean, I don't even know. And then that was it. So I've still got to do some more, though. I, I got to do some more, and then hopefully we, we build up that audience. And then they're like, hey, I love Joe. He's so cool. Let me pull his beard. Yeah, um, dude, you've letting that thing get out of hand. <laughs> bro it's so ginormous man i just i just trimmed mine up because it was looking really white trash so i had to clean it up what, what does this look like to you um you you the hobo moniker that you carry fits <laughs> yeah and then i got a shaved head so it's like extra cool i don't know well you know I what don't... i'll tell you what though i'll tell you why i got the beard like when i started growing facial hair i was like a kid right i had a I had a fucking goatee and everything at like 15. I couldn't grow facial uh, hair until I was 20. <laughs> and then I got older and I was like, man, how do you get the least attention from people? You grow a fucking beard and everybody thinks you're atrocious, right? And then all of a sudden, though, I hit my 30s, almost 30. And then everybody's like getting in the beard. So I don't, I don't fucking know, man. What started uh, out as like people... As a people deterrent, quickly turn into people just Attractive. talking about you. Yeah. yeah, so I have a lack of chin, like a lack of chin definition. So that's why I grew the beard, so that I don't look uh, look weak. Like I have a weak jawline. It's like what? makeup. For, it's like makeup for ladies, man. But you're like six three though. I mean, how do you look like you have a weak chin? I mean, I, <laughs> I I have like a like I don't know if you could tell, but it's weird me talking about this. But I have like my my my. Face does it like is that. Really weird that you're talking about it. Yeah, it's like yeah. really strange. Talk well, about I'm it some more. I see myself. <laughs> I see myself on camera, man. So you know, it's it's something that uh, yeah, I'm not used to a whole lot. That's but, a beautiful I'm, thing, though, right? When people just like you're looking at yourself on camera, and then you're like <laughs> judging the fuck out of yourself. I mean, how many people do that? Probably <clears throat> I everyone. I think probably everyone at some point. But I think you get out of it. Actually, you're pretty unapologetic, so you maybe not. I'm pretty self-conscious. <laughs> Man, I, I put on such a great show that I don't even know what I think and believe anymore. David says, reclaim the beard from ISIS types. <laughs> wow. <laughs> ISIS, so where's that at? That's in Middle East. Yeah, there's a song by Joyner Lucas called ISIS. Really? Yeah, it's a pretty good jam. It's a rapper. with. Uh, he's uh, it's, He does a... Uh, he's talking song. about ISIS though what's he talking about it's not talking about ISIS but that's the name of the song and it's got logic on it so if you want if you like music you can check that out it's a pretty good song logic yeah that's a white guy right that's a white guy uh Joyner Lucas is a black guy and I and yeah uh, logic is a white dude have you ever gandered in the rap music Mr. Wizard have I rapped me personally yeah um when I was drunk, I've not done it in any manner than that. Though you're I musical, would, right? You're musical. I, you know, to be honest with you, I want to, I want to do it. I've been trying to figure out how to make beats and shit like that, man. Yeah. But that that shit's hard. I've been trying to figure it out, though, man. I'm, I'm uh, really interested in exploring different avenues of music. Man, what I've is? Tried it. I don't know. Hit and miss. Hit and miss. Yeah. yeah. So you know, how, do you know how to rap? Man, I, I, I write more shit than, than fucking anything. So I'm more write, of a lyricist, I guess. Do you write poetry? Um, 
when I find time, I mean, I, you know what? This is my mentality, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in on a, on a thing that has. And to do with and your everyone body. listening, everybody listening, right? And it's fucking recorded. So, you know, when I met this woman, though, the the one I talked about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And this is how I felt, though. I was like, all right, so I finally got the woman that I need, right? The one that I want. And then we're going to build a family and stuff. So that's, that's already set in stone, in my opinion, or it was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then I can focus on, like, my, my music. I can focus on, like, my podcast. And I can focus on anything and everything, right? The sky is the fucking limit. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm, I'm kind of like one of those guys, though, if I don't have the female, though, then I feel like I'm missing something and everything else gets put on the back burner. I don't know if well, that makes any sense. No, it definitely makes sense to me because I've been there. But uh, if I can give you just a little bit of advice, you could take it or leave it. Um, the moment that you no longer need someone else, someone else will be there. If you don't need them, they'll show up. So you got to take care of you first, man. You got to be on top of your shit and you got to be self-reliant. You can't depend on other people for any feelings at all. You can't depend on somebody to make you feel good or anything like that. You should be in control of you. All right. Let me, let me just take five minutes and go cry in the corner real quick. <laughs> it's the, it's the, hey, listen, if anything, it's self-empowerment. It's, 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 reli- it's realizing that you don't actually need that person there. You know what I'm saying? It's all about you and the things man. that you're trying to do. And if you have somebody there that's supportive, then you know what I'm saying? That's all that really matters. Man, you know, the one thing I find solace in in this crazy world, it doesn't matter what happens anywhere. As long as I can jump on the mic and, and make somebody happy, I feel like I'm doing something great. That's what's been going on with my world, man. I, like, I didn't record anything for, and I didn't do any lives or anything like that for probably, you know, a week, week and a half. And dude, it was. I was itching. I love, I love recording and talking about stuff. I love talking and you can ask all the people that, that listen to my phone calls. When I call them, we'll talk for an hour and a half. I've probably have about a million podcast episodes between all the people that I talk to and the things that we talk about. Who's Jessica? Who's that? Is that, is that, uh, yes, that's one of my friends. Oh yeah. David says be in control of you. So, um, easier back to the, said than done, though, right? I mean, how about how about it we takes do a practice, test, though? man? It Wait, takes hold up, practice. hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's do yeah. a test, though, right? Okay. A mock scenario. Mm-hmm. What if everybody right now commenting? What if you lost the person that you're fucking in love with, the person that you're deeply, madly just love them, like yearn for them every day of your life? What if they're gone? Then what? Are you going to be feeling the same way that you're feeling now? Well, listen, you're if it's it depends I make on, it work though. There's a morning there's a there's a morning process for something not being there anymore. There's a morning process for that. You have to go through, but you can't suppress those things. You have to acknowledge that they exist. So, you know, if you try and suppress those things, they find their weird ways out in like anger outbursts or panic attacks or whatever, right? So when you try and suppress those emotions that like you get from like getting broke up with or breaking up with somebody or losing your job or whatever it is, right? Any of those things, there's a process that you have to go through. You have to acknowledge that you feel the way that you feel to be able to move on from it. Cause if you just Hold suppress me. it, I got a new fucking ring tonight. That I, I, see, I seen that earlier. Oh, you just rocking the skull rings now, huh? Yeah. Uh, only, only ring I got is my wedding ring. I'm excited, brother. I really am. I'm excited for life. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm not shutting the door on anything that's happened in the past because you know what? I mean, you can't sit there and just hide how you feel about somebody, but just be the best I'm you mo- you can moving. be, man. I'm moving. Be I'm the moving, best man. you you can be. 
every day should be a chance to improve from the day before every day with the podcast, with your life, with everything, with who you are and how you interact with people. It's all about growing every day. You know, we, we actually talked about last night, though. We talked about doing our own show once a week or something. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be, uh, you had some time to sleep on it, though. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'd like to set something up to, you know, I may not be able to do it every single week because I do have a lot of obligations and a bunch of kids. <laughs> but uh, I, I'd like to try and set something up to be on at least once a week, if not twice, if we can make it work. I'm a podcast whore. I don't know if anybody out there knows that, but... I've been trying to build up a stable of shows. I don't know why. Yeah. So uh, tell like, so you got the hot mic live. So how's that? How's everything with that going? Um, you know what? I think um, last week we had like 45 people and now we're at like 54 or 55 or something like that. So it, it made it steadily growing. So explain, you know? to, explain to people that are listening that don't know exactly what that is, because a lot of these people that are listening have no clue what the hell I'm talking about because they're, you know, my friends shit like that. Yeah. All right. So it started off as a vision of just broadcasters, people that do podcasts, just having a home. I mean, you're talking about doing lives. You're talking about sharing your shit. I mean, anything and everything. I felt like it was a beautiful thing because if you jump on this magical page and you have content like every fucking day, right? It would be like people already on Facebook. So what if you just go to this one place and then you just have all sorts of content just readily available for you because you're looking for something real. You're looking for something that people in America are making or people around the world that feel like they really <clears throat> believe in it are doing, right? Right. So to join the group, do you have to be a podcaster or can you be a fan and just join the group to see the uh, content? You, you know what? To be completely honest with everybody out there, you don't even have to join the fucking group to see everything. You really don't. But, I mean, we are looking for audience people, spectators, because the one thing about podcasters is I don't know if you noticed this or not, but they want attention though. They want people to like look at them. They want people to like be like, hey, hey, you, you know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> Those... like that, but I know the world though. I know, I know the podcast well, yeah. community. Yeah, no, uh, a lot of these people, um, and me too, with the brand of what we're trying to do is I want it to be in front of everybody's face as much as possible. So it's recognition, right? So knowing that the Driftwood podcast is showing up on everybody's news feed every day, showing up on live streams, things like that. I'm just trying to create a brand. You know, I, I've thought about that over and over, and um, I feel like I'm still working on my product, and I don't really know if it's good enough yet. You know what I mean? So that's well, where I'm at right now. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter if it's good enough. If your content's genuine, you'll find your feet. That's, I mean, and if you listen to our episodes, man, you've probably done a bazillion more episodes than we have, but you can see the clear growth from one to 18. We've only released 18 episodes, but you can see just the way that we conduct ourselves, the things that we talk about and how we talk about it and the downloads support that, you know, so uh, our content's getting better. The things that we're talking about, people are finding interesting. So, you know, I think what we're doing is working. And now we're getting people that are fans that I don't know. So it's been I'm nice. I'm stubborn, though. I'm fucking stubborn. I, I don't do anything that anybody else is doing. Like, me neither. This is the first attempt of me doing shows with other people, you know? And I'm, I'm still I'm trying to learn. Like I told you earlier in the messages, right? I'm, I'm trying to get used to this guest thing because I've never – be fucking honest with everybody. I don't fucking know what the hell I'm doing. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. 
Well, just just so everyone knows, the way that you and I met was uh, a podcast uh, promote group or whatever, and you were doing a live stream in there, and I sent you a message to see if you would listen to mine while you were live. And then you listened to it live, and then I told you I'd get you a shirt for doing that, and I finally got you that damn shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like half a year like something it's like been, that? it's been a minute dude i think oh, it was dude i think it was uh either new year's or right before new year's you, you know and, and the one thing i want to do that i'd never do i want to sit here and apologize to everybody out there that watched the um the show from the other day with me and tom and and joe right utterly insane and yeah he uh, said he thinks you're doing a great job by the way uh thank you brother uh, and tom klein from uh and molly from the off the rails podcast like, man, everything just was going so horrible that night. And then, I, I mean, it's the stream yard, and then it's just me getting used to it. And I'm just like, fuck it, man. Portrait mode. That's what we're doing. Fuck That's, it if everybody hates it. That's what is I'm doing. Is that the night I tried to jump on, but my internet kept kicking me off? Yeah. Yeah. I, that was, I don't know what was up with my internet, but even like earlier, it was, it had been kicking me off playing, trying to play video games. So, um, yeah. I just was in that party mode, man. I was like, you know what? People get so excited when uh, <clears throat> they jump on other people's shows. They do fucking podcasts with other people. And it just felt like Tom and Molly, you know, bless their hearts. They were just so tired from doing yard work. And then yeah, Joe's kind of kicking back doing his own thing. And I mean, I was just like so just stuck on the fact that. I had no idea what I was doing with the fucking stream yard. Oh, you know? Also, I want to point out the Joe with Utterly Insane podcast or productions he actually joined my driftwood town hall as well as a couple of other people from the that were listening to the live stream so thank you guys for joining i really appreciate it um hopefully you guys can uh, help contribute to the community there man i, I love the podcasting community man i really do um, yeah. i mean it's just so diverse and i mean for me to go back to my old ways it's going to take a little bit because that's the one thing i wanted to do just go back to my roots just not giving a fuck you know mm -hmm. just not giving a shit and just fucking talking about everything and just not having a filter and it it just kind of goes crazy though when, when you make these uh i don't know these relationships these these bonds with people you know what i mean right i'm gonna challenge find people that you don't even fucking know man i'm gonna challenge you i'd like to invite you on to do an episode with our podcast but we're gonna do it my way where we record release everything is not live. We have a conversation about what we're going to talk about. We do the whole kit and caboodle the way that I do it, just so you can see the way that I operate my thing, you know. But uh, wow, that's uh, different. You yeah. know, but you know, I'd like to invite you on there just so that you can, uh, yeah, maybe expand to a different audience also because I think that you talk about some really, uh, really cool shit. And also, some of your comments, like I messaged er or sent a comment earlier in the last live stream, is I don't agree with half the shit you say, but it's hilarious. <laughs> but wow. I don't, and it's not even specifics. It's not even like anything bad. But I just like giving you shit. <laughs> I think that's what we all do, though, right? Don't we just give each other shit? And we well, that's why I like out of it? that's yeah. why I like getting on with you is because it's a little bit different than the way that we do our podcast. Our podcast, we're actually talking about. We try to talk about something or have a conversation based around something. Right. So being able to get on here live and just let it go, because mine is essentially live. I don't edit anything. We just record release. But the only reason we do that is because we don't do video. Um, and oh, you want to get real? You want to get real on the mic? Do you want to get real on the mic? You know, I, I think we talked a couple of times and I was like, hey, man, you know what you do? Every time you ask me a question, you're like interrupting and then I don't get to answer nothing. Right. 
Well, you do the same thing. So I'd like to get back talking about my dreads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love that. I love yeah. It. So uh, actually to get back around to the dreads now that I brought it back up, uh, the reason why I got the dreads is because I'd wanted them for such a long time. And uh, I'd been working in jobs to where you had to be clean shaven, had to keep your hair cut, things like that. And I just decided to fuck it, you know, um, and I'm going to grow my hair out and I'm going to get dreads. And then I got dreads and dude, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. It is zero maintenance. <laughs> Really? I don't. I like long. I like having long hair. I thought you had um, to put like wax or something in it. No, none of it. that shit. Fuck no. No, dude. It, it's all. It's all there. You know. It just. I don't put any product or anything like that in it. Um, but because I have white people hair, it frizzes up a lot more than uh than what you know black people's may or whatever. And they have to do the. From my understanding, they have to do it differently than how they do black people dreads. Wow. So well, I could be wrong. Um, but just the the method in which you lock up the dreads, it's good locking them up. It's called lock. Let, I mean, let's them. talk about let's talk about black people here, though. I mean, that's an interesting subject, right? Um, I guess depends on what per, what perspective you take. I think I love black people, man. I love black people. Like I said some of the most fun that I've had has been uh, hanging out with black folks and hearing them shoot the shit, man. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. You know, when I was a kid, though, I'll, I'll be I'll be fucking honest with you guys. When I was a kid. I used to get picked on by black folks, right? It's amazing I'm not a fucking racist today. I got picked on, too. I did, too. You know what's crazy, though, brother? When I used to get in fights with these guys, I used to run away every time. Because anytime we got into, like, a grapple, and I would grab their head, and then I would be like, Because ah! there would be, like, so much fucking grease on it. It would be, like, so much oil, and I would be, like, lack of a better word, disgusted. And I would run away. Well, yeah, it's because they're they're I think their scalp doesn't produce or the hair doesn't produce the oils the same way as like white people's do. So I don't know if I don't know what other races may have that issue, but that's that, from my understanding that's what it is. I think we spoke about it a little bit with Lamar on one of the live streams as well. Man, Lamar is something else, man. He really is. He I, is man, I loved, I loved he having a conversation fire. with that guy. I, I mean, loved having God a conversation damn. with that guy. Yeah. Does he it, does he intimidate you a little bit? Nah, nah. No, nah, I just uh given the climate, I just try to be respectful because Look being the white climate. the climate with the BLM and black people, white people, things like that. I just try and be respectful. I just try and be extra respectful. I know Come you on. feel that way. You're not white though. You don't have to deal with it the same way I do. Really? You think so? I mean, is that a thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, my interactions have changed with people over the last probably two months, you know, and it's not because of anything I'm doing different. It's just random people passing by and, you know, uh, just, I don't know, man. It just, it's a, it feels, there's a different energy when I go places. There's a different, maybe it's COVID. Maybe that's what it is, but just when I'm around people and, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I have dreads. I'm a white dude with dreads, right? So I've had people uh, fairly recently make comments about like I was appropriating culture and things like that because I got fucking dreadlocks. <laughs> so they're hating on you because they're like, hey, you're trying to be black or something? I guess. I don't know. Um, maybe I don't have the right to have dreadlocks, but it's my hair. You know, I can do whatever the fuck I want with it. <laughs> Man, dreads is crazy, though. Like, how do you make dreads, though? Um, well, I can let you know, essence of locks, Fallon Avery, the owner, she's the one that did my hair. Um, you could reach out to her and ask her, 
Anybody interested in getting dreadlocks or whatever? Hmm. I'm plugging everybody, man. <laughs> That's an interesting one, though. Because, I don't know, I, I kind of felt like dreads were like, they, they're like dead hair, aren't they? Isn't that what that nah. is? No, essentially what it is, is my hair is just uh, knotted up. It's not really knotted up, but they back comb and, and weave it so that it's basically a rope. It's not dead, it grows. I have to go every couple months and get them uh, retightened because my hair grows and like, you see, like right here, it's just, I mean, it's not dead hair. It's just regular <laughs> hair that grows. That's crazy, man. man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my wife had them for a little bit on the back, like on the on the back underneath her top hair. So like she could pull her top up and her she'd have dreads in the back. And why did you want dreads though? Why did I want dreads? Man, I just I felt like it fit suited my personality and and it just I've always been somebody that's tried to express myself with the ways that I could. And uh one of the ways that I express <laughs> myself is my hair or the clothes that I wear, things like that. Like somebody's making a comment about my shirt earlier about wearing a wife beater, <laughs> but, uh, I'm wearing a tank top and it's just weird colors. And, you know, you saw me the other day with a bandana on, I just, whatever I feel like represents me is what I do. I don't really give a shit what other people think. I really don't. But you're away from home right now, right? How far away are you right now? Uh, about two hours, two hours to do some landscaping. Is that what you're uh, doing? uh, no, I was doing some, uh, today I was doing, I was bailing hay. So tomorrow, probably some more of the same, maybe some brush hogging, whatever, whatever needs to be done on the, uh, the, the farm. Where'd you meet them at? Uh, it's my wife's family. Oh, okay. So you're, you're helping the family out. They're paying you. That's happening. Oh yeah. It's a mutually beneficial thing. You're like, Hey man, this is like a big country dude. And then we, we can use your services, right? Yeah. I mean, and then also I, I've spent a lot of time learning how to do a bunch of shit over my life. And these are things that I know how to do. And the opportunity presents itself for me to do it, to make some money. You know, I like to take it whenever I can, when I don't have other things going on, because dude, I, if you don't practice doing those things, you forget it'd been probably 13 years since I'd messed with anything to do with hay. So I was a little bit rusty at first. <laughs> Here's something. I've been holding back on this one. Go for but, it. So it's a little older. Right? It's a little old news, but Nambla. Have you heard of them? Who? Nambla. Nambla. No, I don't think so. North American Man Boy Lover Association. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? You know the guy that, that runs Facebook that Mark, I don't know. Zuckerberg? Mark Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg, whatever his name is. Um, he got invited to join Nambla and he joined. Hmm. And basically, these people love little kids, man. Isn't that fucking insane? You know what? All that shit that's going on right now with the Wayfair, all of the, uh, all of the stuff with the child trafficking, things like that, man. It's been. I got five kids, man. So like, it's it's been stressful to me to read these things because I've been doing research and I don't like the shit that I'm fucking seeing, man. It's disgusting. You know, you know what's crazy though? It's a crazy thought though. But this, this is old news though, right? This is stuff that's been going on for a long time. Well, yeah, it's been going on for a long time, but it's it's gotten to a point to where it's gone on so long without anybody doing anything to where it's just rampant. It's run rampant throughout the world. But and, it used to be an acceptable thing, though, in in the world. 
Yeah, back before uh, civilization had gotten to a point to where they gave a fuck about each other. You know, we're we're living in the United States where we don't really have much to long for. You know what I mean? So, oh, also, I want to give uh, another thing. Like, there's this app that uh, I was talking about doing research. There's this app called News Voice. It's a news app. I would suggest everybody download that. What it does is it gives you um, news and it gives you all the articles related to that piece of news. So it's and it labels it right, left, center, um, UK, Russia, wherever the news came from or whatever uh, side it it represents. It tells you what it is. So you can get all of your information about one subject all right there in front of you. And it's called News Voice. Uh, I would highly recommend anybody downloading that. I love that app and it's helped me a lot with going through news. Wow. That's amazing. All yes. conveniently located in one spot, huh? Yeah, uh, it's it's primarily app based, but I think they just launched or recently launched the the website too. So, yeah, the news voice, the news voice app, and it's also like a social media type thing too, where you can leave comments and things like that, and you can upvote things, stories that you think are more important. Like my vote's worth uh, a couple of points, so whenever I upvote, it gives it the extra couple of points to if I think it's an important news article or an important story. Important story, I can push it up to uh to get more views so to speak you can leave comments and things like that and it's a it's a it's a it's it's basically a news social media app if you really want to call it anything i think i think that's what you could call it it's because you can comment on all the on the the news feed man there's like so much stuff out there though like in regards to like facebook i mean there's a lot of stuff out there man there's so many groups out there like Tucker Carlson, is, it, it kind of feels like that's an undercover like white hate group. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. Uh, I think Tucker Carlson just uh, somebody just got fired or quit from his staff for making uh, racial or derogatory terms or something like that on social media. I don't remember, but I do know that. So um, there's a lot of those uh, people that I have trouble listening to, man, because. Um, they're very matter of fact and a lot of those things aren't really up for conversation. And I like to have a conversation about things. I don't like for somebody just to say, this is what it is and there's no refuting it. So not the Tucker Carlson or anybody does like that, but a lot of the conservative outlets, um, that's the type of information that you get. And I think that turns a lot of people off. Eh, I mean, eh. kind of is what it is though. Right. I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying is the way that the news voice app is set up, I think it counteracts some of that and allows you to do your own research and you can read all, you can read right and left news articles, right one right after the other. And you can see the hypocrisy in either side when you do that. And you can see the way that they're representing a story, you know, and it right, allows so you. Right ahead. now we're going to take a two minute break and then we will be right back on the fucking mic. Cool. All right, here we go. Just as soon as I uh, figure this thing out real quick. Oh, there we are. All right.
got your mail, I got your bad news. I'm sitting here with a bottle of fucking booze. They call me Sticks when I spit on the mic. fucking mic the joe madness show is popping that hobo is back on the mic with the wizard well maybe not maybe not. <laughs> maybe not thanks so we've been talking about a lot of good stuff here right sooner having a conversation with the wizard he's uh he's painting a pretty story about a lot of stuff talking about dinosaurs right dinosaurs we talked about Nambla. We talked about uh, Black Lives Matter for a second. Tarot cards. Hmm. <clears throat> talked about all kinds of stuff. Now, when it comes to tarot cards, though, tarot cards or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. uh, do you think it has to do with uh, your your natural abilities to be able to, you know, just, just kind of like jump into the other realm? Or do you think it has something to do with like – Sata news, right? Well, what what I actually think, and it goes back to the thing that I believe in energies. Like I believe that there's energies. Like when have you ever walked into a room and just like immediately felt different? <clears throat> uh, have you ever experienced anything like that where you've just gone into a room and you're like, this is a weird. Like it just feels weird in here. You don't really know why. All all the time, man. I think they call it mental health. I think. Well, maybe that probably is my issue. But uh, what I think is, I think that there's energies. I think each of us as individuals, we have energies. And I think there's energy all around us, right? Well, there is energy all around us, right? So the fact that you can walk in somewhere and immediately feel different, that tells me that there's, there's something different there, right? Whatever energy it is or whatnot. So I think that reading the tarot cards, I think if you're trying to be tuned in with who you are and where you are in the world and where you are in your life and then really opening yourself up to being able to try different things maybe because like even like holistic healers i don't know if you've ever done anything like that where you've gone to like a a tuning thing where they take the tuning fork and go around you and stuff like that um, tuning fork what is that 
little thing that it's a little thing that you like you hit like this it's a little it's a fork thing it's a tuning fork <laughs> hey why would you want that you explain to me why would you want that? all right so me dealing with my mental health issues or whatever going right. to therapy and stuff like that uh essentially my wife had set up an appointment for me to go see a therapist because the one that i would see in or whatever i wasn't satisfied with well this it was a holistic healer she was a therapist but she was also a holistic healer and we went in there man that was the most relief i'd ever felt from talking to someone and whether the whole thing was a crock of shit i don't know it worked for me i enjoyed it and there was something to it that's what made me want to okay somebody can read tarot cards i'll get my cards read it's just one of those things. It's been nothing but uplifting and positive, you know? Uh, so I don't have anything bad to say about it, but I can understand because I was super skeptical. I did not believe it in any way, but after being there and going through it and just really accepting the fact that I felt different leaving there, it was valuable to me. When you talk about holistic healing, though, that's more like alternative means, right? That's what you mean? <clears throat> um like the the tuning fork uh they have like uh like grabbing unorthodox methods right very unorthodox yeah yeah, yeah. Um, maybe they i don't really know how to describe it other than it's just, like you said unorthodox it's not standard therapy or anything like that but uh these people believe it and if they believe it and they can sell it then you know they made a believer out of me <laughs> you know what's crazy about this stuff though when it when it comes to um the uh man what was it like witchcraft or something like there's something out there that everybody wants right and the one thing i've noticed in life though i came across this one gal like a long time ago she told me that you know the more you want the more you have to give like you have to give something that's like really meaningful to you something that really means something for you to get something from from these uh, demons or whatever the fuck they are, you know, like a sacrifice of of sorts. Yeah, <clears throat> I do think there is a little bit of that in life, but I think the sacrifice that people have to make, honestly, is holding on to who they think they are. I think that's the reality of the whole thing. Is if you're hanging on to something that you think is a fabric of you, and you are unwilling to change that, then you're holding yourself back. Jeffrey Cole, what's up, brother? Yeah, so we're talking about sacrificing. We're talking about witchcraft. Uh, man, there's just so much to go off of, you know? Um, well, with witchcraft specifically, so yeah. I was at Barnes & Noble the other day, and I saw this book that was like the dark arts. And I was like, oh, this is cool. So I picked it up, and uh, and then I saw that it was with the witchcraft stuff and the Wiccan stuff, and I sat it back down. I said, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't know, man. There, there's something uh, simple, though, right, about paganism, about about witchcraft. It's just kind of natural, right? I, I think there's something. So, uh, David and myself have been talking about uh, having a clairvoyant on our podcast, one of our episodes of our podcast. Hey, explain what that is, though. What is that? It's somebody that can see the future. Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, there's. There's famous accounts of people predicting things or whatever, and maybe it's bullshit, maybe it's not. I hope to have uh, this person on to find out. Uh, Jeffrey mentioned blood atonement. I don't yeah. really know much about blood atonement, so I can't really speak. It sounds on really it. creepy, though. I don't know. It sounds like something out of this world, right? Yeah, it's dev. Well, I think 
I, don't, I mean, I'm not. You see it in video games, though. It's got to be like something where you you draw the the little pentagram, and then you got the horns or something. You got fucking fucking herbs and shit, and then somebody drops some blood, and all of a sudden you see fucking satanus, right? Yeah, but couldn't it be real? Could it? Could it be real? Could, could people? It? I mean, I don't fucking know, man. I'd could, love could... to fucking see it. Listen, I mean, I would just to see it, and then run away in fear. If ghosts can be real, why can't? Why are ghosts real? Though? I'm not saying. I'm about? saying if they can be. If ghosts how? can be real, then how, how are they real? I want to know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's the idea of like what I said with energy. With it, maybe there's an energy. Maybe it's not actually ghosts. It's just a left behind energy of a presence. Huh. I mean, we, we had this conversation, you know, the night, and you know, I mean, I humored the idea, you know, just trying to be nice. I mean, to be honest with you, but. I mean, do I believe in it, though? I mean, it's just it's not something that I would be like, man, you know what? Uh, Behind this, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Jeffrey just responded, blood blood sacrifice for sin, like the Jewish people practice. So like you sacrifice like a goat or even a human um, for uh, for sin. So to be it's got to be a goat, though. What's the symbol symbolism behind a goat? I'm sure there's some symbolism behind it, because I know a lot of the devil things have like the goat head with the horns and shit. Is it, is it because it got horns though? That's what I'm kind of curious about. I don't know. I, I don't know much about that. Like I said, I don't research on that. I probably will at some point because I'll get, I'll get tired of the things that I've been researching and I'll dive into the, the witchcraft and wicker things have been really interesting to me lately. So I'm um, just not ready to research it yet. You know, there's this one story though. I, I mean, I got plenty of stories about everything, but one story. I mean, I don't know if it's a good story or not, but I mean, it's a story. I used to work at McDonald's for a little bit, you know, back in. Uh, my, I bet my, you would have liked to get paid years. fifteen an hour for that. Whoa, man! I didn't get paid nowhere near that. I got paid <laughs> like eight dollars and some change, maybe. But you know, the, the story goes: I met this white guy, this white cat. You know, he was he was a little strange, right? He was a little strange. I mean, probably had trouble making friends and whatnot. And this guy, he approached me one day because I used to work the late night shift. We used to sit around. We'd come up with different fucking meals and we'd eat them. We'd just eat them and divulge in the, the essence of just raw, just maybe some cooked meat, some shit like that. Some different type of meals, right? With like McDonald's related ingredients. So we went out to the graveyard one night. He came up to me. He's like, hey, Joe. I think you'd like to join me on this venture. And I was like, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. He was like, we're going to go out to the graveyard, man. You're going to see some cool shit and you're going to love it. I'm like, all right, I'm in, I'm in. Right. So I go out there. I think I'm like 17, maybe at this point. So we go out there, we go to the graveyard and we come across this one fucking, uh, I don't know. What, what do you call those, those fucking things where it just says people's names on it? Gravestone. Tombstone. Tombstone? tombstone. Okay. So we came across this tombstone. And it was um it was a cool night, man. We went up to the tombstone and we touched it and it was just really cold. Right? It was like ice cold. And the rest of them were like really hot because we're in Texas, right? And it just didn't make any sense to me. I was just like, there's gotta be something here, but I don't know what it is. And then boop. The trip was over. <laughs> the fun was over, you guys. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Well, so Nicole Strom, that's my that's actually my cousin. Um, if you don't know, my nickname is Bubba. That's how Texas I am. Um she says Remember the I, old house. All right. Yeah, well, so 
like I said earlier, I think that maybe it's energies and to speak specifically on what Nicole said about me remembering the whole house, the old house, some of those memories escaped me. So I may not remember exactly what you're talking about, but, um, with, I think they with, call that repressed memories. Yeah. So, uh, well, I learned a lot about that <laughs> trying to yeah. deal with my mental health issues. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, there's a, I don't know, man. So like the graveyard things have always creeped me out at night. Always. However, that didn't keep me from going into them. I loved being creeped out, right? I love, I, I, there was, I don't know, something exhilarating about not really knowing, right? That there could be a ghost or something like that. Or, you know, like the, the movie Pet Cemetery, um, you know, shit like that. Like things coming out of the ground, so on and so forth. Man, I've always been a fan of that shit. And I've always wanted something like that to happen around me. But man, I've, I don't have anything that really just stands out, you know? So... If, if, if I have seen a ghost, if there is a ghost, make yourself known or present or, or don't, don't do that. No, let's finish the podcast oh, wow. first. <laughs> I, I, want to, I want to see a ghost. If you are in the room with the big man, the giant yeah. from, uh, from Texas. They're not going to hear you. They're not going to hear you. Even though I'm the man, only you know one what? here. Ghosts can hear you, though. Ghosts can hear anything, right? Supposedly. Maybe. I mean, if there is a ghost out there, I want you to like grab his dreads and tell him something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's got to be a real thing. What's she so, saying? Uh, she's saying that when about all of us trampoline and we laundry, were, okay. we were on the trampoline and laundry all over the backyard. I vaguely remember that. I vaguely remember being out on the trampoline and hearing some noises, and then all of the laundry that was just strewn out up all all over the yard. I, I vaguely remember that. I don't remember the actual happenings. I just remember the outcome. Wow. You know, I get so many horrible memories as a kid, man. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happened as a child. I mean, it, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with, like, the natural forces or from the other realm or something. But one memory that just kind of sticks out, though, is uh, rape and um, my mom screaming to the, the ceiling that she wants Jesus in Spanish to take her already. And I'm like... I'm like seven. I'm like eight, you know? I don't even know how to digest that. <laughs> Have you ever seen Stranger Things? Yeah, on I Netflix? That show. I only watched the first season, but what if something like that was possible? Something where there's like a in-between. In-between. Hmm. You know, where it's like similar to the world that we live in, but it's like all black and distorted and nobody can see you but you can see them oh like the other side kind of like yeah. the culture guy something like that. yeah something like that yeah, yeah i mean listen there's theories that we're living in the matrix right now you know what i'm saying so there's I, theories I, I think that, that's true though and it might be true though so i watched this movie called the mandela effect if you haven't seen it i would highly suggest watching it and if you're a conspiracy theorist that will give you something to dig into if you don't know anything about it Jeffrey asked if uh, we've ever messed with a Ouija board. I have not ever messed with a Ouija board. A couple times. I've, I mean, you, you really don't know if it's real or not, though. I mean, I, I kind of feel like it's um, it's kind of like Candyman. When you, you sit there and you, you go into the bathroom, you turn the lights off, and you're like, Candyman, 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 whatever. And then nothing happens. It's kind of like that, though. 
Listen. And you never know if somebody's moving the board or not. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You got to say like a word to kick it going because I, I don't know. I don't well, know. I would like to say uh, welcome to the greatest show on the planet, the Joe Madness Show. And we're doing late night ghost stories now. <laughs> ghost stories, man. <laughs> so don't forget to check out the Driftwood podcast also. Um, if you get some free time, we're on all major platforms. Uh, you can check us out. We even got a YouTube channel, though not much video yet. We're working on it. So check us out, the driftwoodpodcast.com. So anyways, so like the, the Ouija board shit like that, I never messed with that. But what we used to do is we would go into – like the the bathroom, turn off all the lights. It'd be like, all, we're all kids and shit, right? So we're standing in the mirror, and uh, what was it? The Bloody Mary, you know? Say oh, the name. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say the, say the name three times or something like that. Man, we used to do shit like that, and then all, it was always dead silent. Then somebody would make a noise, and everybody freaked the fuck out. Everybody. So we all run out of the bathroom screaming, ah, you know? There's ghosts. Was it all of stuff. you in the... The bathroom though or was it just one of you guys no there was several of us we were in the bathroom oh, okay. with the lights off staying in the mirror doing all that shit right and then like the candy man thing that you were talking about yeah bloody mary <laughs> oh i want to drop something on you have you What's... i mean you're from texas brother have mm-hmm. you ever played that um that game i call it the pass out game i mean it was kind of like our generation's um tide pod maybe i mean you you stood against the wall right Mm-hmm. You held your breath for like 10 seconds or whatever. Somebody pumped your chest and then you passed out. Yep. And then all of a sudden you just like woke up and you were like tingling. You were like, oh my gosh, did I piss myself? And then you, you were like, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then when we learned how to do sleeper holds. <laughs> Listen, we could have killed people doing shit like that. So, but yeah, we used to do that stupid thing or whatever where you did uh, the pass out game. I don't know specifically how we did it, but I do remember that I'd hung out with a group of friends when we were probably like 14, 15 doing shit like that. But we were also a bunch of dumbasses. We'd go out to pastures and thrash cars and just do stupid shit. I mean, there was a couple of moments though where it just kind of felt like you might have just seen the light and you were just like reaching for it and somebody like pulled you out. I don't know. I- I wonder that if if uh, if any of you guys know anybody um, has has an experience of dying and coming back alive, but having any memory of the death. Do you know anybody like that? I know my wife's dad. Um, had I know. A hard th- I know rape in prison is a real thing. I've rape, seen it. Rape in yeah. prison. Yeah. That's you've a real seen thing. you've seen rape in prison. Oh yeah. So have I. I used to be a prison guard. Oh really? Where at? Um. Beto, Cofield, and Gurney. Oh wow! I used to work at the uh, the Rob unit. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, yeah, I was over in Tennessee Colony where they had uh, Beto, Cofield, Michael, and Pallage unit. There's five units all within like a couple of miles. Like that was the only thing there. Is five prisons. <laughs> Dude, that- I worked all over the fucking farm, man. It was. Uh, I think I I just got out of the military. I, th- I think uh, I did my thing for like a year and then I found myself in the prison and I was like really good shape and everything. And then after working in the kitchen, I got really fat. And yeah, bro. They feed that. There's some fattening ass food working in the kitchen. So like, Oh I my used gosh. To, I used to eat some of the uh, Morgan Freeman interviewed a guy that was dead for like 15 minutes. That's cool. I want to check that out, but I also would like to get somebody on my podcast like that. 
So if any of you guys, <laughs> if any of you guys know anybody, can put me in contact with them. Like if anybody, if anybody knows it. Morgan Freeman, I mean, just, oh shit, I'll get Morgan Freeman on. Happy too. Yeah, I'll be happy to have him on. You know, a popular thing I've always talked about though is the prison. Though every time I talk about it, I mean, you're talking about fucking hits and clicks. I mean, let's talk about the crazy. prison. Let's talk about the prison. So the Texas prison system, specifically because I worked in it, is complete dog shit. Complete dog shit. And that There's was honestly, no yeah, that was honestly so. Beto was an old telephone style prison, so it was uh lined up to where you have uh, it's like you walk in the Sally Port right in the entrance, that's where all your visitation, all that shit happens, and then you go through the other Sally Port, you're on the block, right? And then you it's just a straight line left and right. One end is the rec yard or rec, and then the other end is solitary. So, all of the the rows and um, the the day rooms and all of that shit are all lined up, and it's like, listen, if you want to design a prison, that's that's an old school way to design a prison. Like it's very old school. It's very very old school. And then Cofield, very antiquated, yeah. Very old. Cofield was the more updated one. It was more like a, a circle or what? It was it's a little bit different. So I didn't work there very much, but I did work there a couple of times. But the prison system itself is complete bullshit. And then the guards are unioned. I don't know about in Texas if the guards are unioned. Shit. Um, but the prison system itself, like a, a lot of those offenders in there are for nonviolent crimes. They're for bullshit things or whatever. All right. right. All right, wizard. Come on. Tell some real shit. I mean, what? Come on. Everybody already knows that crap. Come on. Tell some real shit. The real shit. Talk about prison. Well, you say the prison rape. That's a real thing. I've seen it happen three times. Very, very unsettling. That's one of the reasons why I don't work there anymore. Here's what you do when you see prison rape. You're like, oh. all right, keep it moving. No bullshit. That's for real. That's probably the best procedure because if you get involved, you might get killed. You know, one of the craziest things I've seen, I mean, just, I mean, it's up there. I mean, it's like top five is we're talking about like three o'clock in the morning. I'm doing count and. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I'm like half asleep. I just took a nap, brother. You know, yeah, I just took a fucking nap. I woke up. I was just like, all right, count, right? So I'm uh, I'm going up there. I'm like groggly, whatever. I'm like, oh, you know, I don't even want to fucking do this. Fuck my life. So I'm, I'm looking at the cells, man. I come across this cell. And this guy, no shit. He fucking has his, one of his veins from his fucking uh, his wrist. He's spraying it. He's uh, He's writing shit on the fucking walls. He's spelling shit out like legibly. And I'm like, all right, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm like 20 years old. I'm like pulling out my little can. I'm like, because that's what they tell you to do. Yeah. And I was and I'm I like, think I was, are you good? Are you good? <laughs> I think I was 19 when I worked there, man. That's not a situation for a 19 year old to be in. Fuck no. That was to date the most stressful job I've ever had. Oh, you're breaking I, up a little bit. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm I mean, I can hear you now, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah to, date, to date, that's the most stressful job that I've had. Uh, man, it was just so strange for me, though, man. I, I woke up one day. I decided to work there. I just saw it as a job, I think, at that point. I think it was like 2005, maybe. And that, 2008, I think it was making like, if you were to break down the numbers... I was making like twelve over twelve fifty an hour, something like that. I mean, he worked a lot of fucking hours, man. I worked at a big unit. I mean, we're talking about SEG. I worked all over the goddamn farm. 
I've seen a lot of shit. I've, I've, I've fucked with a lot of people. I mean, I, I've told my girlfriend this, or my ex-girlfriend, I guess, in the past, and she fucking hated me for it. But I was one of those motherfuckers, man. I would go around just fucking with them all the fucking time. Because you know what? When you walk by and then you see this graded fucking window and they're talking shit to you, you're like, all right, bitch, I know where you're at. And then you would write it down in your little shitty notepad. And then whenever you worked there the other day, you'd fucking check the shit. You'd, you'd fucking make them know that you're that motherfucker, right? You ain't going to fuck with you. Yeah, it's an environment that is not healthy for either the, the guards or the offenders that are in there. It's not a healthy environment. It's fucking archaic as shit. It's antiquated. It's really antiquated. It really. Is. Yeah, it's 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 fucked up. But you know, it is what it is. And until there's actual change with that, that's just going to be. I think one things that one of the things that'll help, and I'll say this again, is I think prohibition on drugs should end. You know, uh, when you talk about prison stories, though, when I when I finally left and I, I started working at this place called Rena Center, I, I think everybody <laughs> knows about it. <laughs> I um. I was working, guy. man. I was working one day. Some guy, he was like, yo, he said my last name. And I was like, oh, shit. What is that? He was like, hey, boss, man. I was like, oh, yep. man, what is going on? Because the thing that people don't realize, though, these guys are eventually getting out. Yeah, and they then they, live. they'll find you. They'll fucking yeah. find you. Yeah, especially like, so I ran into a dude at a gas station um, in Palestine, Texas. Um, I don't think I worked at the prison anymore, but that it was somebody that was an offender there when I worked there. And uh, they came up beside me and said, hey, boss, man. I was like, the fuck? And I looked at him, and I didn't remember him, but he definitely remembered me. So it was just one of those weird interactions that, like, uh, I feel terrible for not remembering you, but I hope I was nice to you. <laughs> I mean, were you nice, though? Were you nice to everybody? Uh, I usually wasn't an asshole. Um, usually, like, other guards were, like, assholes to me, and my sergeant was an ass, like, major asshole to me. And, like... I don't know. I got treated like shit working there by um, the higher ups and it fucking sucked, man. It was fucking terrible. And I guess it's because I was just too soft. Honestly, I can't be in that. But you ain't got a story though. You ain't got like no fucking story. None that, none that I'm comfortable sharing about that, man. Man, uh, when, when I worked in AdSec, man, when I tell you I worked all over the goddamn place, I worked in AdSec and that's, that's where they put the, the so-called bad guys yeah. or something. Man, I was working one night. I think I, I, I took a nap. I woke up and I looked up, and I was like, the fuck? And there was this white dude way up there. Another guy that was a Latino was on the other side of the, the cage thing. Mm -hmm. they, they separate them when they, they put them in the day room. And one of them was sucking the other one off through the fucking gate, man. <laughs> like, way up there in the fucking air. Like, way up there. And I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> That's I mean, a wild I just trip, got, I got story after story, man. It, I makes, got you, so many goddamn it makes you view the world a little bit differently. That is for sure. But, yeah. <clears throat> what what do you know. think, though? What do you think about this statement, though? If you go in there um, in the prison system, right, you get locked up tomorrow and you're, you're doing a long stretch, right? You're, you're talking about maybe five to ten years or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a lifer. Is a hole a hole? Is that is that how you're looking at it? But a hand's a hand too, man. Whatever. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Personally, I don't know how I would react in that situation because I've never been in a situation where 
uh, I've needed anything. So, yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's a weird one for me. I don't know how I would handle that or deal with it. So I'm going to do my best to not get locked up. <laughs> I don't want to know what it's like on the other side. I just don't. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm telling I mean, you, I already though, know. I already know what it feels like because I've seen well, it. Working, well, working there, man, it definitely changed how I interacted outside of there for sure. It gave me, made me have a lot more respect for people because I saw how people were getting treated in there and shit like that, man. So I don't know. That's, I guess that's when I started changing how my view on life is and how I interact with people was working there. And it was fucking disgusting, man. It was terrible. Oh, man. So, so good. You know, I was just going to say another story, though, if you want to hear it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for all the stories, but I do got to go in like 10 minutes. Got working right, in so a little, little short story here. So, you know, I, I went to the academy place, right? I went, I went there with a white dude, right? And this guy was an asshole. I mean, I, I don't even know if he was a bigger asshole than me or not, but we went to the academy together. We went to the fucking, um, you know, went to the farm, I guess. And, man, this guy got clicked on like three fucking times. And one of them, I was actually present for it. I was working the picket, right? Like up top, the mm-hmm. tower, whatever. And, man, when I sit there and tell you, man, these motherfuckers just lit this dude up, man. It was just, it was a rough watch, brother. It really was. I was just like, oh, my gosh. And that never happened to me, like, not one fucking time. And it happened to him, like, three, four fucking times. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, hey, I'm actually going to jump off. I'm going to jump off, man. But uh, if you want I'm going to plug real quick. Check me out on the Driftwood Podcast. You can find me on, find us on Twitter, Instagram, all the social media platforms. But if you want to find everything, just go to the driftwoodpodcast.com. So, Joe, you cut out, buddy. All right, guys. Well, I'm out if you can hear me. I love you all, and thank you yeah. for listening. Guess we cut out a little bit. Are you there? All right, I guess we lost him. I guess we lost him. I don't know. Maybe we lost me too, though. All right, so check him out, though. Check him out, Driftwood Podcast. It's been a great show with Daniel the Wizard from the Driftwood Podcast. Man, it's been a great show, you guys. Man, ain't got enough nice stuff to say about that guy. I really don't. I mean, we're talking about the prison. We're talking about fucking... Uh, Witchcraft, right? That's the thing. Woo! Man. I mean, man. You know, if you're talking about getting locked up in Texas, though, besides it being like a a scary bitch, a scary thing for everybody involved, I mean, you're talking about your families, yourself. I mean, oh, my gosh. I mean, we'll go on for like another 10 minutes, maybe 15, 20. I feel like we got a lot of good stuff to touch on. I mean, I got fucking stories. I really do. Seems like everybody, every time I talk about this shit, everybody loves it. I don't know why. I mean, it's so crazy, right? So crazy. You know, I'm actually surprised, though, that that the wizard actually worked at a prison. I I did not know about that. So that's that's a shock for me, though. I mean, it kind of makes sense, though. 
you know, when I started working there, I kind of felt like, like I had a chip on my shoulder though, because I mean, I'm only like five nine, right? I mean, I'm not that fucking tall. And my cousin kind of made a fucking aim for himself when it came to working at the prison, right? The particular one that I worked at. Everybody just kind of knew him. <sighs> Everybody just kind of knew not to fuck with him. And if you know anything about me and my cousin, we're we're complete opposites. I mean, I I want to say he's a nice guy, from what I know, right? But uh, his reputation when it came to work in there was just, man, it was just like you don't fuck with that guy, right? So when I rolled up, I just kind of had already a, a chip on my shoulder. I was just like, man, I heard all these goddamn stories about him. And I didn't know what to think. I was just like, eh, you know, eh, it is what it is. And then the more I heard about it, the more people started to fuck with me, right? I mean, we're talking about a, a prison. We're talking about maximum security. I mean, it's fucking nuts, you guys. It really is. I mean, I've seen it fucking all, though. I mean, you want to talk about movies? You want to talk about HBO? The uh, the show they had on there? I don't, I don't even remember what it was called. It's an old show about the prison. It's all watered down. You talk about Orange is the New Black, it's fucking watered down, right? But when you sit there and you fucking know, uh, you work there and you live it, you breathe it for 12 hours a fucking day, man. It's fucking insane, man. It really is. I I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it in a fucked up way, but then I didn't. It got to the point where I was waking up and I was just kind of scared for my life, you know? I don't know if you've ever felt that in your life before. And then feel really good though. It didn't feel really good at all. You know, I literally woke up and the person I was seeing at the time, I was just like, I don't want to go to fucking work today, man. I, I really don't. I don't want to go to fucking work. I mean, if I go to work, I might fucking die. That's the kind of mentality I had. I mean, I, I think the first year that I worked there, I, I played it pretty cool. You know, I was just kind of writing people up. I was doing my own thing. And then the second year, I was just like, man, I just became something. I was just like a product of the system. I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody out there. It was uh, it was so horrible. It got to the point where I was just uh, <clears throat> was doing a lot of bad stuff. I um, I'm ashamed to talk about it, but you know what happened. It is who I was. It's not who I am. But uh, you know, it's definitely a growing experience, though. Is you're you're maturing as a man. I mean, I think I think at that point in time, I was like my early 20s, like really early 20s. You know what I mean? I just turned 21. I started working there. I mean, the, shot, the, the shit that I've seen, the stuff that I experienced while working there, I, I don't believe any person should have to go through that. I mean, fuck it, 20? I mean, you're talking about seeing people dying. You're talking about people fucking getting raped. I mean, it's a lot to take in for a youngster. It really is. And then you're talking about contributing to the problem, right? You're talking about people getting destroyed. I mean, just mentally and physically. And then 
you're part of the problem. I mean, it's not it's not a good thing at all. It really isn't. I kind of wish they would change it up to, you know, they would hire more, you know, people that were a little bit more mature coming in. Kind of like the cop situation. I was kind of related related kind of to that because right now it kind of seems like in the prison system, at least in Texas anyways, they just kind of let everybody, anybody work there and it's a travesty. I mean, people are struggling with their own shit. I mean, you're talking about bringing shit to the job that doesn't need to be fucking brought to the job. You need to leave it at the fucking door and just do your job. I mean, if somebody breaks up with you, if you have a divorce, if you're fucking behind on bills, I mean, anything and everything. I mean, you're dealing with that on a daily basis. You're there fucking so much fucking time out of a day. I mean, it's just, it's a horrible experience. It really is. I mean, you're talking about people just verbally abusing you on the daily, every fucking day. Trying to cause physical harm towards you. You know, and possibly your family. I mean, it's just something that I I woke up one day and I felt like, man, I need to get the fuck out of here. You know? And if you don't know this, right? The Joe Madden show is popping. We're talking about Texas prisons. There is no AC in the prison system in Texas. You're talking about people clogging up their toilets and their sinks just to get a little bit of air, some refreshment. You know what I mean? Think about that for a moment. Really let it sink in. I mean, you're talking about an environment that's enclosed fully with concrete and steel. And Texas gets really hot. It really does. I mean, we're looking at about highs of 110, maybe 120 some days. And they don't have an AC. So you're talking about dealing with offenders that are really, really angry. Because... If you never had your AC go out in your life, bless your fucking heart. It's it's crazy. The heat will do something crazy to anybody and everybody out there. And whenever you enter the walls of the prison system, and you're talking about fighting for your life. You're talking about people just trying to do harm to you on the daily, on both sides. I wouldn't be fucking lying. I'm not. I'm not fucking lying. People eating a little bit better than others. I mean, fuck my life, man. It's crazy. It's a crazy bitch. Hopefully, though, we can continue this conversation another day. You know, because people got stuff to do, right? (laughs) And it's always a popular subject whenever you talk about the prison system. I don't know why. People love prison movies. People love that shit. They eat it up. But I think we're done for the night. This is the world-renowned Joe Madden Show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you'll come back for some more. And as always, I'm out, bitches.